What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 151 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the Peter Thiel episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokitansky, Julian Fields, and Travis View. This week's topic is a longtime listener request. We're going to be tackling the dark archangel of tech investors himself, Peter Thiel. Among his crowning accomplishments, co-founding PayPal, the infamous Palantir Technologies, and shutting down media outlet Gawker with the help of Hulk Hogan, our guest is Max Chafkin, author of The Contrarian, Peter Thiel, and Silicon Valley's Pursuit of Power. He'll help us understand how Thiel evolved into a key player in Silicon Valley during the Trump administration and what he's been up to these days. I did not know that Peter Thiel was involved in the Hulk Hogan yes, your favorite thing. sex tape yeah. with Gawker. Have you guys ever watched that sex tape? <laughs> no, no. I'm no, afraid. but Jake has, and he's about to tell us about sushi. I have many times. I My, my, my whole friend group quotes it uh, yeah. consistently. Sushi and sweat. It is one of the funniest uh, sex tapes that's ever... There's... The more you watch it, the more late. And it's not about the sex. There's barely any. There's really no sex in it. It's what Hulk says. Go ahead. Throughout the course. I know you want to say it, so tell us what he says. Throughout the course of the tape. I mean, there's just so many amazing things. I mean, like, after after they get done fucking, like, Hulk Hulk sits up and he's like, Ugh. Oh man, I just ate an hour ago. Oh, I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's sweating. Um, and he ate too much sushi gets, specifically, he, right? He gets a phone. He gets a phone. Like he he's like he's like oh, I gotta go meet Nick at midnight, which is his son. Like he's talking about having to like go meet his son at midnight. Like there's just oh, there's so many like incredible like weird. Uh, moments in like an insight into his yeah. uh, psyche. Well, I, I don't know. It's... What, what you don't understand is that Bubba the Love Sponge is both a fan of having his wife fucked, but also a fan of absurdist theater. And so he was like, Hulk, you do your best. You're meeting your son at midnight. You've eaten too much sushi. You're sweating. <laughs> I mean, this is great stuff, you know? Oh, I just ate like a fucking pig an hour ago. Ugh, sweating. Beckett presents the Hulk Hogan sex tape. It really is more of an absurdist play than it is a sex tape. That's an accurate, that's Mm -hmm. an accurate call. Listen, you know, I think that already so many of my childhood memories have been ruined. So I'm not going (laughs) to let anyone take away WrestleMania from me anymore. I'm not going to let anyone take away uh, the earthquake Hulk Hogan storyline away from me anyway. So, uh, so I think I'm just going to skip this one. Are you a Hulkamaniac? <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I would, as, as a, as a, as a kid, of course, I was like enthralled by WWF, the, the bizarre showmanship, the massive bodies and the, the dramatic storylines. Of course, it was one of the few things, uh, you know, on television that wasn't a cartoon that was like flashy enough for a young child sort of attention span. Us Ultimate Warrior uh, fans love Ultimate to Warrior, amazing. bully and beat up people like you with your crosses saying, oh, eat your vitamins, say your prayers. You know, I never got into wrestling. It was always like too macho for me. I love it. I, I don't know. I, n- I never really, I never got into it. I had a lot of friends who were into it. You're just too straight, dude. But you know what I was more into? The pink, like, polyurethane, like, wrestlers that mm-hmm. came in, like, the can. Do you guys yes. remember those? Yes. They were, like, basically these, like, flesh-colored little, like, rubber muscle men that, like, came in a big fucking 
you know, big fucking can. And you could buy like booster packs, like little little bags of a yeah. few of them, and you would try to collect them. Yeah, no, there were so yeah, many. Yeah, that's what I, I, I was into that. Oh, yeah. They had collections of those, like fantasy ones and all kinds of weird ones, but it was always that format, the little rubber dolls. I loved little guys, you know, just having yeah. like collections of like, you know, little guys. How many can I fit under my armpits? <laughs> How many can I put in my nose? So anyway, I uh, recently felt inclined to uh, increase my understanding of our tech overlords who watch over us and determine yeah. uh, what we can say and how many people are allowed to hear it. Uh, so I picked up The Contrarian uh, because it, it, it is so far the most comprehensive biography of uh the man, Peter Thiel, the man who is uh, described as the conservative conscience of, of Silicon Valley. This is, of course, based on, I think, a fairly flawed belief that Silicon Valley is populated by a bunch of like hippies or, or, or lefties or something. When it seems to be more, mostly people who are just sociopathically sort of uh, uh, libertarian or, the, yeah. you know, just, just hate any kind of regulation at all and think that they are the masters of the universe. Conscience is really wish casting. He's way more like the id. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's, I would say it is a really fascinating read because um, he's a really inscrutable guy uh, and he's not like, he's not really, it's not like an Elon Musk who like likes to be online or likes to be on camera a lot. He's very private, which made uh, reporting on it kind of a challenge. But I think that uh, Max Chafkin does a really great job. So you don't think Peter Thiel would ever like go on SNL and no, do I any don't skits think... about himself? For no, anything? no, Peter Thiel. P Peter Thiel literally shut down a massive news outlet for basically saying outing him as gay, which yeah. you know. Not obviously, you know, whatever, no comment on like that outing or whatever, but that's what he did in response. Yeah, but yeah, it is also like, you know, reading this book, you get really a pr appreciation of this guy as secretive as he is, just has a massive impact on like the technological and political world we, we, we now live in every single day. Yep. So before we speak to the author, I thought I'd go over some of the more fascinating tidbits I picked up from the book and related reporting. So Peter Thiel attended Stanford University in the 80s, which he just hated. He was good at chess, apparently, but he was also really, really pissy whenever he lost. He was uh, at one point uh, nationally ranked. Wow. But, uh, but he was very, very introverted, didn't have any close friends. What really infuriated him, though, was the university's supposedly liberal, politically correct ethos. Mm. And uh, this led him to found the Stanford Review in 1987. This was a uh, conservative and still is a conservative libertarian publication that also worked to troll liberals and their detested values. Yeah, these people pioneered the diaper. In these early days, along with Stanford Review alumnus David Sachs, he wrote the book The Diversity Myth, Multiculturalism and Political Intolerance on Campus. So this was part of the, I guess, the early version of the um, political correctness scare, which has been happening like forever and ever. There's another one called uh, God and a Man at Yale. It's just there's always this general fear that uh, the universities are where weirdo liberal ideas breed and then make conservatives feel bad about themselves. I had no idea that that shit had been going on this long. Like, why do they pretend it's new? It's like... <laughs> they gotta rebrand it. They gotta rebrand it. It's you gotta, gotta sell the next toothpaste that has a slightly different <clears throat> flavor. This one's more tooth whitening, but yeah. every year people have to buy fucking toothpaste. Guys, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on. Have we been fighting the same dumb shit like culture war like uh, for the last like 70 years? Jake is like the Sisyphus who doesn't notice the rock rolling back down. <laughs> <laughs>
You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. (laughs) 